and welcome to Are We There Yet? Market Scale's online video podcast that focuses on the most exciting things happening in transportation today. My name is Grant Harrell, and as your host, I'll speak with the voices of today's most exciting transportation companies from automotive to aviation, from supply chains to space travel, unlocking the voices of today's most exciting companies and truly discovering what's at the cutting edge of transportation technology today. Upcoming topics within the Are We There Yet? podcast series include head-to-head autonomous vehicle racing, your own personal aircraft taxi service, drone delivery, robotic food delivery, ride sharing for kids, and a research and development center in outer space. I have to remind you again, this isn't Star Trek or Star Wars. This is market scales. Are we there yet? And this is happening today. And speaking of today, we're very proud to have Martin Perrier with us here today, Chief Executive Officer and Chief Technology Officer of Jaunt Air Mobility. Martin served a distinguished 30-plus year career with Bell Helicopter Textron, as well as Triumph Aerospace Structures, and today is leading the way within the next generation of aviation, working within a mission to provide users with their own personal aircraft taxi service at a price very comparable to what you'd pay today for a rideshare or car service in just a fraction of the time through their ride in the sky. And so today, uh, very excited to have Martin here with us. Uh, Martin, hello, and welcome thank to you. Are We There Yet? Appreciate so, it. Thank you so yes, much. Thank, thank you for you. the invite. You're very welcome. We're, we're very proud to have you here and very <laughs> excited today. And uh, Martin, we, we'd love to just jump right into it sure. and, and ask you, um, as I know our audience is, is very anxious, uh, personal piloted aircraft for safe, reliable, comfortable economic travel in and around urban areas. Are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Not quite yet. Uh, We are working hard to get us there. The entire aerospace industry is working towards the development of an all-electric safe aircraft. And so we do have a few more years of development work that needs to take place before we're there. Understand. Yes. Well, that's exciting. It's exciting to know that we're on the horizon and getting closer every day, as I understand with the work that I know John Air Mobility is doing. Um, a lot of our audience members out there are very familiar with helicopters and, and airplanes, of course, but this idea of a, of a fixed wing rotorcraft uh, powered electrically, you know, is is novel and, and very exciting to learn about. Um, with you having served over 30 years at Bell Helicopter and, and really a leader within aviation, I think you'd be probably the, the best equipped expert you know, to talk to us a little bit about this idea of a rotorcraft combined with the fixed wing technologies and electric power as well, and why that's important. We'd love to learn a little bit more about this this hybrid aircraft that you're developing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah, so over the decades, you know, fixed wing airplanes, conventional airplanes have, you know, developed and have been optimized for cruise flight, flying over, you know, large distances very efficiently. Helicopters have been optimized to take off and land vertically and have the ability to hover uh, over a spot for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. So you have two different types of you know aircraft uh, airplanes that can fly great distances very efficiently, mm-hmm. and helicopters that can lift and hover and maneuver in low speed flight. Okay. And so what we've done at John Air Mobility is combine those attributes of a helicopter and a fixed wing airplane to provide the greatest efficiency for an aircraft that can take off and land vertically and actually cruise like an airplane um, and have the comfort uh, levels uh, of an airplane. Uh, The reason why we had to do such a thing is because of batteries. Um, You know, battery technology has advanced quite a bit. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. here in the last uh, decade, uh, thanks to the automobile industry with their push to develop these technologies with battery, uh, battery controllers. And so six years ago, it wasn't really feasible to develop an aircraft that could uh, take off and land vertically just on batteries alone. Uh, today, we can do that because of the battery technology, uh, motor controller technologies. And so we have you know, developed a design configuration specifically to meet that, what we call urban air mobility, the ability to move people and cargo mm-hmm. in and around city areas uh, very efficiently, very safely, and more importantly, very quietly. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the unique features of an all-electric aircraft. It can operate very, very quiet. Great. Yeah. Great. Very good. Sounds like bringing, you know, the advantages of, of each of those types of aircraft, you know, and kind of putting it all together into what sounds like will be really an, an ideal form, you know, of, of commuter um, transportation. So very exciting. I, I understand you you mentioned the importance of the, the electric engine uh, and, and no noise, you know, which which is, is amazing, you know, especially thinking about urban travel. I know that, um, you know, safety is, is a major advantage of, of the aircraft that you've designed as well. Can you tell us a little bit, you know, more about some of those advantages on the, the safety side of things that, that that I know are, are very important to recognize as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, as you know, airplanes have the ability to glide uh, mm-hmm. upon a, a power loss and you mm-hmm. know that occasionally happens. And the same with helicopters, they uh, have a, a gliding principle called auto rotation. Okay. And so our, our aircraft, you know, basically takes advantage of both the gliding capability and the auto rotation capability mm-hmm. of both a fixed wing airplane and a helicopter. Okay. Uh, some of the other, you know, eVTOL configurations mm-hmm. that you may have seen with multiple fans and rotors mm-hmm. are a bit challenged okay. uh, when it comes to, you know, providing that same level of safety uh, because of the configuration of the aircraft itself. Okay. And so they have to uh, overcome that limitation by adding in additional redundancy into those systems to provide the same level of safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, pilots will become absent-minded and they may run out of battery power mm-hmm. in flight. Sure. And so they'll need that glide capability or auto rotation capability to get, get to the ground safely. Great. Very yeah. good. Very, very great to hear you. you you've thought ahead. You, you, you've you found a solution for that. I know that's very important and, and great to learn about that as well. Um, would, would love to learn a little bit more as, as I shared. I've spent over, over 30 years, a very distinguished career with, with Bell Helicopter Textron. I know I did some very exciting work with, with Triumph, Triumph Aerospace Structures as well. And, and now, of course, Jonta Air Mobility. Would love to get a little bit of the background about how you became involved with, with Jaunt after such a distinguished career and kind of bringing a lot of those experiences and technologies together, as, as I understand it, to the, to the project today. Yeah, as yeah. we were talking earlier, yeah. uh, you know, I, I did graduate from Cornell University yes. with a bachelor's in applied physics and a master's in aerospace engineering. And so I started my career as an engineer, mm-hmm. and I had the, uh, the, the fortunate advantage of um, working with NASA mm-hmm. on a lot of programs, wow. doing a lot of wind tunnel testing on advanced aircraft configurations. Yeah. And that kind of kept, you know, with me throughout my career at Bell Helicopter, yeah. uh, running engineering and their research organizations, mm-hmm. and uh, always had the love for technology mm-hmm. and looking out to see what we could bring in today uh, to improve, you know, obviously transportation. Yeah. And um, and so that that interest, that desire to you know develop these new technologies was there. And um, I left Bell Helicopter, joined Triumph Aerospace Structures. Mm-hmm. Uh, got involved in a you know new aircraft uh, design program, mm-hmm. 
which I saw through, you know, the certification activities. And um, meanwhile, you know, uh, there was a lot of work being done at NASA mm. with uh, trying to develop a, an electric aircraft. Yes. Uh, Mark Moore was one of those principals at NASA who eventually left NASA and joined Uber as mm-hmm. Uber was pursuing uh, the urban air mobility air taxi business. And mm-hmm. Mark Moore uh, gave me a call and said, hey, Martin, you, you need to really take notice here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some technology that you're aware of that could be you know, useful to integrate into, uh, into a new aircraft design. And yeah. so... I left Triumph and co-founded uh, John Air Mobility with two other individuals mm-hmm. uh, to pursue, you know, this this new market. Wow! How yeah. exciting! How exciting! Yeah. Is this idea of of an aircraft that that is a bit of a hybrid between a rotorcraft and kind of a traditional airplane as we know it? Is this a, a relatively new idea? I know that you mentioned, you know, had always kind of had it, had an interest in kind of that next generation of aircraft, and so um, I'm, I'm very curious if kind of this idea of kind of bringing these technologies together is is a relatively new idea, or if it's something that's been in in development for a long time. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. compound aircraft have yeah. been around uh, yeah. for, actually for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, back in the 60s, there was a lot of work done by various uh, companies looking at compounded aircraft. And yeah. unfortunately, you know, th- those aircraft really didn't make it to market uh, for one reason or another. Okay. And so that's why you, you saw the more traditional airplanes to mm-hmm. fulfill the, the, the airplane type role and the helicopter to fill the, the helicopter role. Yeah. And um, uh, tilt rotor design uh, was a, a design that Bell Helicopter came up to try to bridge that gap between okay. a traditional helicopter that can take off and land vertically mm-hmm. and uh, an airplane that can fly fly fast. Okay. Um, unfortunately, helicopters cannot fly fast uh, due to the limitations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically you know physics prevents them from doing that. Yes. And so. Our particular aircraft design, you know, capitalizes on the technologies of a helicopter, but we have the ability to slow down the, the main rotor, the lifting of the device in flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do that because of uh, it's being powered by electric motors wow. and the control of that system. Okay. And so we do have, you know, patented technologies uh, surrounding uh, the ability to slow, slow uh, and unload a rotor in flight. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's something um, that they weren't able to do back in the 60s and the 70s okay. um, because of other various you know, reasons. But we have, uh, you know, matured that technology and improved that technology with a demonstrator aircraft. Very good. Yeah. Very good. How exciting. It really sounds like the, the, the timing is, is now where a lot of these technologies integrating the electrical engine sounds like an important part of that as well are really coming together it, to, to once and for all enable all this to happen. It, it yeah. is. It's really yeah. an exciting time right now in the mm-hmm. entire aerospace industry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really is the next uh, evolution mm-hmm. in aerospace. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can kind of think of uh, the evolution from going from internal combustion engines mm-hmm. on, on airplanes to the jet engine. Okay. Uh, that was a big transition, yeah. you know, going from, you know, propeller-driven type airplanes yeah. to, you know, jet engines to turbofan engines. And yes. It changed the configuration uh, of aircraft uh, and the utility of those aircraft. And that's happening right now with the electrification of, of aircraft. Okay. And so you'll see, you know, some unique aircraft uh, designs uh, because the electrification of uh, the aircraft itself lends itself towards other configurations mm-hmm. in, in, you know, different markets. Okay. 
Very good. Well, that, and that's a perfect lead into something I, I've been very curious about. I know I mentioned, of course, the uh, personal taxi service, which was as exciting in urban areas uh, such as we're here today at Market Scale 53rd floor. You know, this idea of, um, you know, kind of commuting in around urban areas, you know, a, a trip to Fort Worth, for example, which which we do often and can get bogged down by traffic, of course, you know, and depending upon the time of day. So that, that application is exciting, you know, for many of us out there. But I understand we're certainly not limited to that. And there's a lot of applications, um, you know, medical. Uh, public services, for example, already in the works. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, some of those ideas and applications that you have for your, your aircraft in, in the future? Yeah, yeah. this, this uh, new family of aircraft uh, are really designed to service, you know, cities mm-hmm. in the urban area specifically. Okay. Um, and so they're designed to be very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the issues surrounding, you know, helicopters today is, is the noise. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people don't want noisy aircraft flying o- overhead. So we've addressed that with the partic- particular design of the aircraft. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they will serve, you know, the urban area. And, and of course, a lot of cities are becoming more and more congested mm-hmm. uh, throughout, you know, America and, and, and of course, uh, o- overseas. Sure. And you can't build more infrastructure highways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're pretty much already, you know, maxed out where you can build highways in and around cities. Mm-hmm. And, and so to overcome that problem and to re- reduce, you know, carbon emission, mm-hmm. um, these electric aircraft will serve that purpose. And when you remove a car from the highway, not only do you remove the emissions, but you actually improve the throughput uh, on the highway itself. Okay. So you get a two for one mm-hmm. uh, in that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you'll be able to, you know, transport people like from Dallas to Fort Worth, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that trip in 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, basically, for the costs of a Uber car ride, incredible uh, it is, and mm-hmm. you can go, you know, downtown to downtown, mm-hmm. um, and you know, provide that taxi service uh, to to the to the general public. Sure, sure. Um, in addition, there's other you know missions um, for emergency emergency medical services, EMS services. Okay. Uh, that are available, mm-hmm. uh, news reporting and mm-hmm. uh, police activity. Uh, things you know associated with uh, the general public and, and yeah. municipal services uh, that can be made available. Wow! So there's that aspect of it, but then okay. there's the cargo aspect of it. Mm. Um, you know, we have a couple of big Amazon delivery centers here in the Metroplex, yeah. one north and south. Mm-hmm. And you know, Amazon has to move packages back and forth between those delivery centers, and mm-hmm. that's trucks on the road. Yes. And so you can set up these aircraft to fly, you know, back and forth between these uh, distribution centers to, mm-hmm. to move cargo. And you can do that all night long. And, uh, you know, the sleeping public won't even hear the aircraft flying overhead. Wow. And so it, it does take, you know, these vehicles off the road to uh, obviously improve uh, traffic. Sure, yeah. sure. Very good. Yeah. I, I understand, as, as you've shared with us today, that, um, you know, the, the uh, electronic engine component of it is important. It, it enables some of the capabilities of, of the aircraft itself. But I, I also understand that your, your organization is, is very focused on sustainability, is, is very environmentally conscious. And I know that in addition to some of the technology and applications, that's, that's important to John Air Mobility. Do you mind speaking to that a little bit more? You know, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. We, we do have a sustainable platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're using some advanced materials, uh, what they call thermoplastics, mm-hmm. uh, to build the airframe, mm-hmm. unlike traditional composite material that you see today in, yep. in aircraft. Uh, this material is recyclable. You can okay. reuse this particular material. Great. 
Um, most of your composite material that are used in aircraft today, you cannot recycle that. Okay. And so, you know, it ends up in a, in a landfill. Mm -hmm. So all of our aircraft, uh, including the, the battery system on the aircraft, can be recycled and put into other uses uh, once the aircraft has, you know, retired from life. Okay. Uh, obviously, we're flying an all-electric aircraft, and mm -hmm. so there there is no you know carbon emissions associated with flight operations. Mm -hmm. um, and depending on you know your power source, mm -hmm. you know whether it comes from wind energy or solar energy, it, it can be truly a uh, sustainable uh, ecosystem that great. we're developing right now. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Well, that's great. It, well, great. It is Le leading the way in sustainability and and a really just a great demonstration. You know, I think of, of where electric engine technology is today, and we've seen a lot happening within the automotive space. But but seeing this now expand into aviation, I think is is especially yeah. exciting. It so is. is is that part of it, it's incredible for me to imagine that this type of service can be provided um, at a cost very similar to what we pay today for ride sharing or for for car shuttle service and things like that. Can you speak just you know in general terms a little bit about how how that allowed um, you know the the idea today of of taking a helicopter you know for example from to, to Fort Worth there would be a pretty significant cost associated with that and and you've uh, really overcome that you know with your service with the aircraft that you're developing uh, do you mind speaking a little bit to, to how that's achieved yes yeah. absolutely so you know the the cost of operations you know from the operator perspective is what it costs to maintain that aircraft and um, maintaining an electric aircraft, electric motors, is relatively inexpensive compared to a traditional, you know, gas turbine type engine, which okay. is very expensive to procure, but also very expensive to uh, maintain. Okay. Um, we also are able to lower the cost of the aircraft because of the number of aircraft that we will be producing. Okay. And so we take advantage of the fact that you know, we're, we're mass producing. And so that does allow us to, to lower our manufacturing costs through uh, automation and the use of uh, the thermoplastic materials, which lend themselves towards automation. Mm -hmm. um, and so that uh, greatly, you know, reduces the acquisition costs. Um, in addition, the reliability of these aircraft are extremely high. Mm -hmm. And so you'll be able to fly these aircraft uh, much more than what you would typically fly a helicopter. Okay. So a helicopter may fly, you know, two to 400 hours a year. Mm -hmm. You know, we're looking at flying uh, 2,000 hours a wow. year. Wow. And so all of your fixed overhead costs is is reduced, you know, on a flight hour basis. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we're able to achieve the, the lower uh, costs for, for the passenger. Wow, how yeah. exciting. Yeah. Exciting when a technology like this that, of course, we're all very interested in and certainly look forward to using, but the idea of it being something that, that's so affordable is, is especially exciting and exciting to, to know that, um, you know, when, when this is here and, and available to start utilizing, that it'll be affordable for, for everyone to enjoy. So that's that's very exciting yeah, to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be sure to, to mention, too, I know that just very recently here through AFWorks, um, your organization was one of 11 companies, as I understand, that were awarded uh, funding within the high-speed vertical takeoff and landing program. Um, understand that's a, a crowdsourcing funding program through the United States Air Force and a lot of major government agencies and organizations are involved. Would love to learn a little bit more about that award and, and what exactly that means for John. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty exciting program. Yeah. So the Air Force is um, is seeing the, the need for this vertical takeoff high-speed capability. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's been, you know, technologies proposed in the past 
that were expensive um, type of technologies. Yeah. And so the Air Force put a program together to capitalize on the technologies that are being developed right now okay. uh, with this, this new evolution in aerospace uh, around the electrification of aircraft. Mm -hmm. And so the uh, Air, Air Force put a proposal out there and there were over 200 submittals and Jaunt was selected uh, because of our technology uh, to fulfill that mission. Our technology scales up um, to very, you know, very small aircraft to very large aircraft. Yep. And it does have that unique capability to uh, take off and land very efficiently and then cruise like an airplane. Wow. And so uh, the Air Force has put forth a, a three-phase program uh, we're in the phase one uh, element of the program where we're doing uh, conceptual designs and laying out program plans for uh, phase two, okay. which will uh, go into a, a detailed design type activity. And then phase three is to build a full-scale prototype and demonstrate the technologies. Great, great. Yeah. Well, how exciting. Well, congratulations on that award. Yes. I know that means big things for Jaunt and yeah. exciting to have some of those, um, you know, uh, very recognizable organizations, you know, behind your efforts. So exciting to hear that. Yeah. Um, I know that, you know, part of, of Jaunt's success and, um, and and has really been tremendous success over the past couple of years is enabled um, through not only programs like this, but through a lot of the the really industry-leading partners um, that, that you have, you know, on board for the team. Uh, MarketScale, of course, is, is a business-to-business -business platform, and many of our audience members out there will will be voices of many of those companies and supporters of those organizations. I'd love to give an opportunity, you know, to provide, uh, you know, a chance for you to, you know, speak to any of those organizations or, or groups that are, you know, especially behind some of your efforts, you know, with with Jaunt and, and at least a platform to, you know, mention some of those organizations that you're sure. collaborating with, if you'd like. Right. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. One, yeah. one of the um, uh, unique features that we're doing and on our particular program is actually teaming with some very uh, distinguished uh, aerospace companies, yeah. uh, what we call tier one suppliers mm -hmm. that supply a lot of components yeah. to, the, to the Boeings and the Airbuses and the, the major airlines. And so we are working with uh, BAE. Mm -hmm. uh, they're located in, in New York. Yeah. And BAE is developing uh, the battery system for okay. the aircraft, mm -hmm. uh, the flight control computers and the battery you know, energy management systems, the software systems that control that. Okay. Uh, we're really happy to have them on board because sure. of their experience, uh, you know, developing and certifying uh, components for aircraft. Um, in addition, we've teamed up with uh, CAE, okay. uh, located up in Montreal. Mm -hmm. uh, they provide uh, training for pilots. Uh, so they build a lot of flight simulators, for example. Mm -hmm. And they also do a lot of work in uh, the engineering development activities, providing all of the simulation capability that is required for pilots to really understand the aircraft before you build the aircraft. Yes, wow. And uh, so they're they're on board uh, and providing uh, that capability to us. Yeah. Uh, we re recently uh, brought on a engineering uh, services uh, company, uh, L&T Technical Services. Okay. Um, with offices here, in, in fact, Dallas, mm -hmm. um, and uh, offices throughout the, the U.S. and mm -hmm. and uh, a large team uh, located in India, and they'll be hel right. helping us. Uh, another company uh, local here is uh, Carbon. Mm -hmm. uh, Carbon is developing a, a lot of thermoplastics uh, technologies today mm -hmm. that we're planning on utilizing on the airframe design of the aircraft. Okay. Yeah. Very so good. that's just to mention uh, yeah. just 
a few That's of great. them. But yes, yes, I love it. What a team. What yes, a team. It sounds yes. like you're really the, the best and brightest within the industry that are, are teaming with you to make it happen. So it's really yeah. exciting to learn about. Yeah. Um, we're all anxiously um, awaiting the arrival of John Air Mobility and, and for the opportunity for us to all, you know, get to enjoy the, the service. What, what's the target date right now for when, you know, individual users such as myself might uh, start planning that, that trip to Fort Worth, uh, but, <laughs> but looking forward to, to using uh, the technology. So yeah. we're, we're looking at 2026. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to have a certified aircraft, and yeah. we'll start, you know, putting those aircraft into service. Yes. Uh, yes. You may see some prototype aircraft okay. flying in and around. Yeah. But you, we can't take passengers in those particular aircraft. Sure. So 2026. Sure. Very good. Well, 2026. That sounds yeah. great. I know we're all very excited uh, for it. And and again, just want to thank you so much, Martin, for your yeah. time today and for introducing you know us and the audience members to John Air Mobility. Um, I know that we're really excited to start utilizing the service, and especially over the next couple of years, you know, we'll definitely uh, keep track of what's going on with John. Be very excited to learn of the the new developments that you and the company are working on. So thank you so much for your your time you. today, and best of luck with the company. So, yeah. I appreciate right. it. Thank, Thank you, you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Martin. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes.